Hello and welcome to the RPG Academy podcast. My name is Michael and we are back this morning for our TTRPG crowdfunding review show. Joining me as always is Larry. Larry, say hello to everyone. Hi, good morning, everybody. And joining us again as a, re- as a repeat guest co-host is Ellen. Ellen, say hello to everyone. Hi, everyone. Uh, and now you, you've been on the show before, but you're not a regular. So just quickly tell everybody who you are and where they can find you on the internet if they want to come talk to you about cool stuff. Sure, absolutely. Um, I'm Ellen Delina. You can find me on Twitter at Ellen underscore Delina, D-A-L-I-N-A. I um, GM some games. I play a lot of games and I do uh, art for um, characters, maps, icons, whatever you like. Um, and I love indie games. So I'm always interested in talking about them. Um, actually, I have a new channel that I'm working on with some friends called uh, Chaotic Wonderful. Um, and I'll give you a link to the uh, yeah. Twitter. Um, but uh, we are going to be spotlighting, especially indie games, um, doing some long form and short form campaigns and one shots on Twitch. So. All right. That is very cool. Yes, absolutely. Give me those links um, and I'll throw them into the show notes. Uh, I'll just quickly plug myself. We just launched a new show that's going to be not, not regularly scheduled, but it's called The Sample Adventures. It's supposed to be a Twitch streaming show, but the first time we tried it, the Twitch stuff did not work at all. My internet just absolutely was like, nope, not tonight. Uh, so it will be audio only as well. But the the idea of this new show is that we're going to take the sample adventures that are included in like core books or source books or box sets or starter sets and play those as close to rules as written as we can. So when we're going to have fun playing the game, but then after I'll, I'll have a separate show as a debrief with the, the GM of that show and talk about, does this adventure actually do as promised? Does it actually teach you the game? Does it set the tone and the theme, you know, themes of the world? And that's kind of what we're trying to do. So obviously there's going to be a lot of indie type of games there. The first one we did which is not the smallest indie, but it was the Star Wars Force and Destiny box set. Uh, next up, we're going to do the Alien RPG. We've, we currently have a planning doc. I think we have over 40 different games on there. Some of them ranging from like Ashcan PDF. Someone's like, hey, this one has a sample adventure to some of the bigger, like I love Eberron. So we're going to do the Eberron D&D 5e source book because that's like my favorite setting. So look for that in our feed at some point in the future. And then just to be fair, Larry, tell everybody about your podcast and we'll put links to that as well. There's no need for fairness here, but thank you. For <laughs> um, yeah, Mumfrey 999 on Twitter and on uh, podcast is Mumfrey's Musings, where I just go over the previous weeks. Right now we're playing Curse of Strahd, uh, my home game, and just get a little tidbit of what's going on there. All right. Very cool. So with that out of the way, let's jump directly into the show, because this is what you might call a plethora. Like Sometimes the crowdfundings go from like feast to famine, and it was definitely feast this week. I have three that I chose, and I have three quick hits I'm going to spotlight because I could only do three this week. So let me kick things off with Die, the role-playing game. So this is created by Rowan Rook and Descartes. This is the ninth uh, campaign that they have uh, created. They have backed 127. Their most recent one before this one was called Orkborg, which was a zine-length standalone RPG inspired by Morkborg. Uh, it was supposed to be delivered in May of 2022, but their last update showed their test printings, so it's about to start delivering soon. So it's going to be close to the delivery date. Currently, this is at 956% funded. It's $358,000 on a goal of 37 converted to U.S. Um, as of recording, it has 19 days to go. It ends on June 10th. So Die 
is a tabletop role-playing game about fantasy versus reality and poses the question of why do we play games at all? It's based on a comic book that has been described jokingly as goth Jumanji. And Die the RPG is designed from the ground up to let a group of players play their own personal versions of the comics. Uh, now, Tom, anybody who's familiar with our show probably knows Tom. He's a huge comic book, I call him nerd, guy, whatever. He loves comics. He got me onto this comic. I've read a first couple issues. It's a really wild adventure. It's really interesting and compelling. The comic creators are Kieran Gillen um, and art by Stephanie Hans. Uh, they are working with Rowan Rook and Descartes for this game. Apparently, I have heard that they did their own version, just the two of them, I guess, and it didn't do very well. It wasn't a, it wasn't a very good RPG. So they went with some professionals, say, hey, let's try it again. Let's do it from the ground up. We will supply the comics and the art and the inspiration, and then someone who has experience with designing games will handle the rest of it. So again, Tom is a huge fan of this comic. He's, I've read a few issues. It's very interesting. I think it's going to be a fun, uh, fun game. Essentially, what the, uh, what the comic is about is there are some kids who are playing D&D or a version of D&D, and kind of like the old cartoon, they themselves got swept into the fantasy world of the game. And then the comic is where all of the characters got back out, but one. One of them stayed behind, and it's sort of like, you know, what happened? We don't know. Why didn't they come back? And then they get sucked back into this world. And the person that has been there the last 20 years is like ruling the universe now. There's like this dictator, maniacal despot. And, you know, they're trying to figure out what happened to them and can they, can they save their friend as well as save themselves. Um, there are going to be six classes that are twisted versions of classes that you're probably familiar with. And one key mechanic is that every single class has one of the polyhedral die that is sort of like theirs. And they use it to activate special abilities. So the Godbinder class is the only class that gets to use the D12, which obviously means it's the best class. Uh, the Neo gets the D10 and so on. Uh, the art of the book is going to be done by Stephanie, who does the art for the comic, which is just mind-bendingly gorgeous. So the, from, from, from that standpoint, the art's going to be incredible. And again, you can check out the comic if you want to look. I use Hoopla, which is a free service I get through my local public library so I can rent digital comics. If you want to check out Die, I think you can get it through there. Hmm. The core mechanic is a D6 die pool with fours or higher being successes. And then when you use one of your unique powers, you get to add in your special bonus like D12 for the Godbinder uh, example. So on to the meat and potatoes. 25 bucks US will get you the PDF and delivery is expected in July of this year. So that's not far away. 50 bucks US will get you the PDF and a hard hardcover version promised in November of this year. There are higher pledge levels that include things like a GM screen and dice. Uh, like I think there's a set of dice that kind of, they're like crystal clear dice and there's one, the D20 is like a black obsidian die. It does, does look really cool. Uh, for 15 bucks PDF, you get digital assets uh, for Roll20 or the Foundry version. Uh, shipping is extra, of course, uh, and will be collected later. Uh, so Ellen, you were nodding a little bit. Are you familiar with Die? Oh, comic I backed it. I backed oh, okay, it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I would have brought it to this, uh, this forum if not for the fact that you already had claimed it on the Google Doc. So. Yep, it was actually my first one. I, I have backed this one again. We're still going to do our Pickstarter later. I have backed this one as well, uh, just at the PDF version, because I've been backing a lot recently at PDF levels. I don't have a lot of money. Uh, but even just for the art alone, and I do, I love the idea of that mechanic that each character class has that own unique die. I really want to mm -hmm. see what they do with that mechanic. 
uh, just the, you know, the hobbyist game designer in me was also interested to see what to do with that. So yeah, I'm a huge fan of this one. It's again, super well-funded, but you're supposed to get the PDFs in just a few months. So if you're interested, jump on this one quickly. All right, Larry, anything on this one? And it's fine if you say no, just. Oh no, same, same sort of thing here. I've read along with the comic book and a lot of the comics in the, in the end, there's almost like a small appendix where they talk about game design and, and throws a little bit of information you know, towards, you know, why they did certain things. But yeah, the art in the comic is good. Story, uh, yeah, it's rough. I mean, it's it's a good yeah, it's, story. You, you definitely have your ups and downs. It's, it's heavy. I mean, that is something yeah. that's mature. It's yeah. a very mature-themed comic, uh, so do be aware of that. But I I'm, I'm think it's compelling, so I'm very curious about this game. And I hope it comes with a sample adventure in the book, because then we're going to do it on my show. <laughs> All right. So, Ellen, if you don't mind, I'll go to you next. What's your first one this week? Oh, absolutely. Uh, my first one is called Tales from the Gods. This is a solo uh, TTRPG where you play as a god from the beginnings of, like, when you are starting to be worshipped and then to when you are forgotten by your people. Uh, so it's available in English and Spanish because the uh, creator is uh, from Mexico City, I believe. Um, his name is Alistair Guzman. Um, I have his... Twitter info here as well. I follow him on Twitter. Like I follow a lot of indie creators on Twitter because I just love seeing the design process like get hashed out and discussed by the community. And um, this seems like a really, really cool project. Um, it's based on the thousand year old vampire um, mm. rule set, I guess. It just, the art direction for it's really cool and just the flavor of it's really neat. And um I'm just very excited for this project, but I'm also a big like solo RPG person because a it's fun to play TTRPGs all the time, but you don't always have the scheduling capacity to right, meet right. with friends. And B as a GM, there's always something you can draw from like your solo gaming experiences to use in your actual campaigns with other people. So it's like it's always I'm always looking for something that's part game part tool, and I feel like this can. Um, suit that as well mm -hmm. um so let's see what else we got here um the campaign ends june 2nd um it is the funding goal was um approximately um seven thousand five hundred uh dollars us um and they have smashed it they are at like um fifteen thousand dollars right now nice. i would i personally would love if they got to 17.5 because that's when they're, that's the last stretch goal that's listed. And that's um, additional prompts about demigods and heroes and the relationship of your god to those individuals. So that would be a very cool thing to add to it. Um, uh, the entry level pledge, if you are experiencing financial hardship, they have community copies for $10, which US, which is great. Um, the regular entry price is $20. And the hardcover is $40, and I backed for the hardcover because I have a sickness. Um, <laughs> and I like I like to collect things because there's a, some part of the human brain that's like, oh, I want to have all these things on my bookshelf. Um, so, like, yes, I should borrow from your um, logic and start doing PDF only, but I have not started doing that yet. I, I, again, I'm also like that. I definitely am a collector, and I have I've had to because I just – don't have the means to back everything I want at the levels I want. So yeah. it, it is like almost like I had to have an intervention with myself that if I don't start either not backing at all 
then I'm in trouble. So I'm like, the, the compromise was, well, I can do PDF levels yeah, for most of these things. But fair. I completely understand. I would love to back all these at, you know, physical copies. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, and the expected delivery date is January 2023 for the PDF and then April of the same year for the hardcover. So mm-hmm. not, it's just like fulfillment kind of thing for um, mm-hmm. the lag time. Um, but yeah, oh, I don't think I mentioned this, or maybe I did say it's available in English and Spanish, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. because you know, the, the, um, author is a native Spanish speaker and I think that's really cool. And there's a big, um, RPG, uh, Latin America, like, uh, there's a hashtag for it and like a big community there. And I think that's burgeoning and it's really cool to support. I would agree. So one thing you did mention this, this campaign has community copies and I have seen that frequently on some of the indie or like indie type games, but just in case someone isn't quite familiar, do you mind kind of explaining what that means? Sure, absolutely. In this case, um, you can actually pledge for one and get a discounted digital copy. Um, But they also are creating a pool of community copies. And so those are, if you back at the highest level, which I think is about $90 US, um, you get the hardcover and you unlock five community copies. So that is just um, additional support for the creators that enables people who wouldn't normally be able to afford um, the RPG to get a copy for free or at a discounted price in the case of um, pledging for $10. But yeah. I think that's a really good, um, really good system that's come a lot in like itch.io games and indie games. And I think that's very beneficial because there's been a lot of talk recently about how there's a big barrier to entry for this hobby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and like, we've already talked about it ourselves. Like, we, you know, it's expensive to back every game ever, um, and right. certainly every game that you're interested in. So if you are able to um, help others and spread the game a little more, that's only a benefit to everyone. With Absolutely. And again, this is, this is, is this a solo RPG? I, don't, I wasn't this sure one if you is. said that. Yes. Okay. All right. Because I'm actually currently designing one of those myself, so I'm also very interested in Me those. too. We'll have to compare notes sometimes. Oh, yeah, definitely. All right. Larry, anything on this one from you, sir? Uh, just that, I mean, I've got the thousand year old vampire and it's a neat with the prompts and everything as you go through it. These solo games are great to do some exploration, you know, internally and also with a story involved. It, it, yes, excellent. Great with the community copies. All right. Thank you much. All right. So Larry, what's your first one this week, sir? Uh, the first one I wanted to bring is one of the, it's on Kickstarter. It's one of the original adventures reincarnated from, um, let's see. Goodman Games, I'm sorry. Uh, right now it's, let's see, this is their seventh one, and it's the reincarnation of the old Dark Tower. Uh, it was roughly 80 pages back in the day. It was one of the first non, uh, let's see, was it non-TSR adventures to actually use the Advanced Dungeons & Dragons rules. Um, it's in the top 30 of Dungeons uh, list of best best adventures you know ever uh, created. This one is going to be available for 5th edition and their D- DCC RPG set. It's also going to be their biggest one to date physically. Um, a little bit dark uh, about Dark Tower is that it was originally written back in 1979, uh, again, it was for the advanced Dungeons and Dragons uh, rules, and uh, Janelle Jacques was the author of that. And one of the comments about it was the amount of detail she put in. And one uh, a fact, I guess, fact about it was it had I think eighty seven individual NPCs that she had 
created and had in the original module. So it wasn't just a few stats and a name. There was you know, some more to it for each one of those. So, it, you know, it, they, they were saying it sort of broke some molds. And if you go back and look at that, it had so much story to the dungeon or reason for going there. You know, it wasn't just a hole in the ground to go and kill stuff. So um, it was one, uh, this is the seventh one that they've decided to do, and it's going to be coming out in a three-volume set. So uh, Goodman Games has done 35 other Kickstarters. They've backed almost 170 at this point here. This one's going to be running till June 14th. The initial goal was $10,000. They're up to $345,000 at this point. They've passed the stretch goals to include bookmarks, a foil slip case. They're adding a, another small adventure to the third booklet. They're also adding a new dungeon sublevel to the, the dungeon. The pledge to get in on this is $50 for your PDF, which is a fairly hefty price, but if you look at the sheer amount of material you're getting, it's... I mean, there's a, there's a lot here. It's a hundred dollars for the PDF and print shipping is going to be determined afterwards. And they're, uh, let's see, they're estimating that this, since it's going to be three volumes, their best estimate here was something in the neighborhood of, I think eight pounds. So <sighs> they're talking about for international shipping and even for domestic shipping, probably 20, 15 to 20 bucks for shipping in the U S and then you'll have to consider the weight of it for overseas so it's it's heavy and it's going to be uh, expensive there there's a lot of add-ons here but um, initially what you're getting with the basics is the original adventure itself they're just reprinting it in one volume the second volume is going to be redone and converted to either fifth edition or dcc rules um, dungeon crawl, dungeon crawl classics whichever you prefer uh, and if you want to get both sets, great, but it's still going to be a couple hundred bucks if you go that route. Then the third book is called uh, Chosen Sons of Set, and it's it's an expansion to the original module that's got essentially a mini campaign. There's three full adventures in here um, and, and everything, and, and there have been additional details added to the site itself to flesh it out some more. Um, there's a lot of uh, add-ons, t-shirts, dice sets. You can get a fifth edition dice set. You can get a dcc dice set um you can also buy any of the disc the discount of the original adventures reincarnated previous sets and most of those i think are 20 percent off there if they're a hundred dollar set you can get it for 80 uh, but again shipping on these things they are heavy they're all at least uh the first uh see five was it came in individual uh a single volume that's still several hundred pages and big hardback and then the last set before this number six was a double a set of books and this one is going to be a triple set of books in here so the weight there hoof but the original uh dungeon design is a, a classic so to speak and again uh one of the first third party for, uh, advanced dungeons and dragons modules and there are many interviews with the author and the people that worked on this if you want to go into more detail on it good guys were there then the bad guys came and smote them and then there's some fighting over that and there are ruins left behind go check it out uh, there are uh, different uh, levels here that you can back at and again you can get it in the fifth edition dc version or both if you want uh, to, to go ahead and get that so um, retailer pledge too but feel free to check it out it's it's well past funding, but that's still a lot of a lot of interviews with the people that worked on the current version and the original version. It's it's a lot of history here too. Nice. Um, so please take a look at this one. So I 
just within the last couple of days finished a reread of the Dark Tower series, a complete Dark Tower by Stephen King. And I know that was originally started in the 70s with The Gunslinger. Is there any connection? Like, is that where this came from? Is it just sort of like a parallel design where they both inspired by the same poem? Do you, do you know? I'm unfamiliar with the Stephen King version, but this one, the Dark Tower, it was sort of sent down by the God set to smash the um, the already established Good Guys Tower or Good Guys mm. uh, sort of religious uh, base, and it came down and smashed it, and then there was all sort of uh, fighting for a while. So, and that happened in uh, the Stephen King version, then possibly, it did not. but okay, no. <laughs> so I would have to say no. But okay, I was just curious. Good question from the audience. All right, anything on this one, Alan? Uh, I am familiar with the Stephen King property, but not this uh, setting necessarily. It sounds very interesting um, and definitely cool to see like a piece of uh, TTRPG history being uh, redone and remastered. Mm -hmm. Um, So definitely something I'm going to take a look at. It sounds really cool. All right. So my second one this week is called Everyday Heroes, an RPG. This was created by Evil Genius Games. This is their first created, and they've only backed one prior. But the Evil Genius Company is made up by a whole bunch of different industry professionals that have actually a long history and career in the profession. So even though this is the first one for Evil Genius, individually these creators have a lot of different um, projects behind them. You can see the list of creators on the Kickstarter and, you know, if you want to investigate any of them or see what they've done before. But so I just want to call it, even though this is their first one, this isn't like a brand new, it's a brand new company but and collaboration, but there's a lot of history behind it. Uh, pro- the project is currently 14 hundred percent funded it's like 214,000 on a goal of 15 so it's way overfunded very successful it still has 25 days to go it ends on june 18th uh everyday heroes tm is the spiritual successor of d20 modern and is now based on fifth edition of D. it also has the option to include eight amazing campaign settings based on the world's most beloved movie franchises question mark including pacific rim Kong, Skull Island, Highlander, Escape from New York, The Crow, Universal Soldier, Total Recall, and Rambo. So in the Everyday Heroes core rulebook, they will provide everything you need to run a modern day campaign. So it's got 18 classes, dozens of professions and backgrounds and gear. There's a new wealth system um, and rules for car chases. You'll have everything that you need to design your own spy thriller, Navy SEAL rescue, or murder mystery. Um, because the game is compatible with 5e, they say you can take any of their mechanics and add them into any existing 5e compatible campaign. So if you want to build a Highlander who's an immortal and plop them down in Ravenloft, go for it. So one of the key aspects is what they are calling cinematic adventures, TM. And these are the campaign settings that are on top of the everyday hero's rule system. So each of these is a hundred page digital book and there are hard copies available through the Pledge Manager that come in two parts. Part one gives you new game mechanics that fit the theme of that property, and then part two gives you a full adventure set within that world. So that is where you get those eight movie properties. So those are separate. They're included in the Kickstarter, but they're a separate uh, product within the campaign. You also have the option to purchase all eight of them in a season pass of adventure, 
And they also sort of hint at, or they, they don't have, it's it stated that there will be future cinematic adventures TM available either in future campaigns or to purchase separately. So there'll be new movie properties that are tied into this rule set in the future. Uh, there are already lots of actual plays that have been done with the rule set. You go to the Kickstarter, you can see a whole bunch of different ones that have been there. So if you want to click on and listen to the game being played and watch it, you can. There is a quick starter guide available on the Kickstarter for free. So you click the link, you get the preview rules. Uh, as far as cost, $25 will get you the digital rule book and delivery is expected in November of this year. 50 will get you the P, uh, PDF and a hardcover. The hardcover delivery date is uh, expected in March of next year. Each of the cinematic adventures are $20 each. Or if you get all of them through that um, bundle, it's $150, which is obviously cheaper than buying them separately and you get the rule set. Uh, they also have an optional $15 Sirenscape sound set that is thematically tied to each of the cinematic uh, adventures TM. So if you want Rambo cinematic adventures, you will get sounds that go with a Rambo type of game, which I assume is just a lot of, and then like guns, but you know, it's been a while since I watched Rambo. So maybe I'm wrong there. <laughs> uh, I think that's that for that one. So either of you have anything you want to touch on this one? I loved her Rambo. <laughs> if if I can, I throw an ad addendum in because I missed uh, the delivery date for the original Adventures Reincarnated, my first project. It's June of 2023, so it's a year out for that. Okay, Sorry. and I think all of ours have been Kickstarter so far too. I got, all of mine are Kickstarter this this time, but uh, I don't know if everyone else is. No, that's a big project, and I saw where they had a bundle there. If you spend, was it 150, you get the, the, the rules, and then you get all eight of the adventures thrown in. Is that the season pass that they were mentioning? Yeah, yeah I believe so. That's that's the one, yeah. That's so, a pretty good discount. Again, so the game, I've said a lot, the game I'm designing, Action 12 Cinema, is all about action movies. So this one kind of caught my eye for that reason. Now, I have my own uh, mechanics. It's a very simple D12 dice pool. It's not nothing's going to set the world on fire, but it works for the type of game I'm trying to design. So any game that is like play an action movie immediately draws my attention. I've never been a big fan of like the old D20 modern. Like that's not the type of games that I particularly enjoy, but the action movie element does pique my interest. I think this one is kind of interesting because it's essentially two products. You have the D20 modern for 5e and then separately, you have all these different movie properties, but they have sort of combined them into one Kickstarter. Apparently, it's working because they are way overfunded. So it looks like there is an appetite for this, which makes me hopeful that maybe my game will find a small community as well. Your audience. <laughs> your people. My peoples. All right. So, Ellen, if you don't mind, what is your second one this week? Sure. Um, my second, uh, it's also a Kickstarter, um, is called Household. And, um, I almost did this one as well. Did you really? Yeah. yeah. I saw, I was immediately like, Oh, because the, the cover has a giant spider on it and I'm not a spider person, <laughs> but, um, I pushed past that to see the rest of the art and the rest of the book. Um, and this is a, uh, TTRPG about playing as littlelings, which are tiny folk who are living in a big abandoned house. And immediately I was like, oh, that's such a great premise. And um, it gave me, this is a weird pull, but it gave me um, The Mouse and the Motorcycle by Beverly Cleary vibes. Like that mm -hmm. was a book that I read a lot as a kid. And just the idea of exploring 
something that's as simple as a house that is like infinitely huge to a very tiny person is just a very cool premise to me. Yeah, I know that I'm older than you, but I grew up, there was a cartoon called The Littles. I don't know if you're familiar with that, which is essentially the same thing. It wasn't quite as fantastical as this with like the monster aspect, but it was basically little people living inside of a house Mm -hmm. that had their own little adventures. So that's what I thought of when I saw this. Yeah. And um, the campaign ends June 1st. The creator is Two Little Mice Press, which is a, um, I'm not sure if the entire trio there is, there are two writers and then an illustrator. I'm not sure if the entire trio uh, worked on Broken Compass RPG, but um, this is overall their eighth Kickstarter that the group is working on. Um, okay. The initial funding goal was uh, $20,000. They are at almost $200,000. Uh, so they are smashing it. Um, it's just, it. the um, stretch goals are uh a lot of interesting ones like they they have a soundtrack and all kinds of um additional things that they want to add um some of the it's interesting to me because they have like for the stretch goals only um certain backer levels get certain stretch goals because there is like a physical level and then there's like a premium physical level and then there's the digital level so obviously you don't get like the um minis and stuff like that if you only backed it digital but um uh the digital is thirty dollars um the base physical is 60 and then the premium is 150 um this is definitely one that i was like oh i want to see this but like i can't afford to get all of these items and a store them and b pay for them so i was like this is one i will very uh judiciously back at a uh, digital level so um even though, like, the maps and things that come with the physical and the premium tier are so cool. That was one of mm-hmm. the things that really attracted me to this project. Um, just the art style and the design of these things is amazing. And I wish that I had infinite money to <laughs> infinitely back all of these projects. Um, but alas, I do not. Um, but it's, like, some. I'm just looking at the art on this page. Like, there is a a goose in a bathtub that is being attacked by a small pirate ship of little things. And that's just like such a cool image. And, um, it just is a very epic, small adventure. Um, what else am I supposed to talk about? Um, (laughs) the expected delivery date is, uh, June of next year, June, 2023. Um, and let's see, did I cover notifications? Um, they've met most of them. Sorry, I'm scrolling down. Um, they still have another household mystery to add to the guide. They have a few, um, they're calling these household mysteries, like, um, pre-made adventures for the guide. So that's very helpful. They have a handful of them so far. Um, you can optionally add on all kinds of, like, the different books, um, in either PDF form or, um, physical uh, they have a dice set, which is really cool looking and very tempting, but <laughs> something that I must, uh, you know, say no to. But um, it is a Kickstarter exclusive, and um, as is the figurine set for the minis. So those are some really cool things. Um, they will be charging shipping after the Kickstarter concludes. They are in the... They are 
Italian based, so I don't know if they're shipping from Europe or if they are shipping, like, working with other um, uh, fulfillment areas. Uh, actually, I can just scroll down and read. It says um, they have a U.S. hub and, like, EU hub and stuff like that. So gotcha. um, they do have expectations of what the shipping will cost for each um, each tier um, in the various areas of uh the world so you can check that out um some of them are obviously a little more expensive than others just because of distance and you know fulfillment reasons but um definitely worth at least uh a digital pledge on this one nice yeah so this was also on my short list as well um again just i do have the Littles was not a very good cartoon, but I was a stupid kid, so I didn't know any better. But and the idea of playing, you know, like super tiny little peoples uh, inside of a house is just, it's a cool concept. Um, so, yeah, this was on my, my radar as well. Oh, this one, is it being just converted from Italian or do you know? Because I see it won the uh, role-playing game of the year in Italy a couple of years ago. Um, I would assume it is being from Italian like there is a um a little disclaimer here in Italian that my oh. basic rudimentary understanding of Spanish gets me to like 90% of understanding what that means so you can choose to um uh support it and back it and get it an Italian copy if you prefer but you can also get it in English um so it looks to me like yes this is being converted from Italian, but as was their other game, um, Broken Compass. The art on that's just striking. It's really, really good. I mean, I love the uh, the key that's been converted into a rifle. That's yeah, that's awesome. Take your household items and see what you can make out of them. Huh? All right, very cool. So, Larry, that brings us to your number two this week. It does. This one is also being hosted on Kickstarter. This one is called Murder in the Shielding Peaks, a Freebone Veil Adventure of Mystery, Murder, and Demons. Uh, I happened to notice this one because I saw where Mike Shea had backed it, and so I took a look at it to see what it was about. Um, this one is going on, again, on Kickstarter. It's just under $3,000 on a goal of a little over $500. Uh, it has been converted from uh, euros here. Uh, it's got 24 days to go, so I believe the 16th of June is when this one finishes up. The creator of this one is T.M. Van Dalen. This is the first one he's done on his own. Uh, he's backed several other ones. But from what I've uh, been able to track him down, he's got several products on the DM's Guild with five-star ratings. Uh, one of them including a sort of a lead-in adventure to this. This is for Tier 2 5th Edition characters. He's got several products, again, on the DMs Guild. One of them is um, a PDF adventure that takes place in the same area here that's for lower-level characters. Uh, essentially, you're um, in, the, in the Shielding Peaks, which is a large mountain range, and it's created a veil inside there, and most of the action takes place in there, so you're sort of set inside this little valley, and, and things are encapsulated in there. There's some small towns and uh, where the activity takes place. But uh, this was a murder mystery, and somehow your party is getting blamed for it, so that gives you the impetus to go ahead and try to find out uh, what really happened, who the real murderer is, to you know, get your, you and your, your folks out of the hot water and put the focus on the real killer and find them. The, uh, the artwork, I thought, to this was neat. The map is fairly simple, but it, 
it gives you a good idea for sort of a point crawl here where you've got your important things and the way it's drawn out it's not really a topographical map it's more of a graphical map where you to me it just looks cooler to, to you know imagine your group running around uh, the veil here and and through the trees and some caves and some ruins and things of that nature um the previous one here was called amulet at watcher's pool and again it's available uh already but you can also get it here as part of your support pledge if you're interested uh, this is again a fifth edition game here it's five dollars for the pdf seven for the pdf and that gets you a coupon for the at cost print on demand from drive through uh, you'll still have to pay the, the shipping on the print on demand but i think most of the time i do that it's at least in, in the u.s it runs about four or five dollars on top of that but um the stretch goals he's already uh passed by basically just increase the pay for the people working on the product and they're going to be adding some more decorations to the pages so it's going to the, the look of the book uh, is going to be a little more decorative um, but he's still got to go through finishing up the writing on this and is estimated to deliver in October of this year uh, but again you can sign up and get a PDF or print copy, print on demand copy, and you can also do that with the the previous adventure, which isn't directly tied to this, but it's in the same area, and you can use it as a lead in here. Um, the different tier um, tier levels here. One of them includes you can get um, encounter cards. Uh, these would you can get print on demand uh, as well, and I've I've done that a couple times, and the, the quality is is good if you all have have used those. Uh, you know you get them shipped in a little card case, and and they're nice glossy cards. There's a chart here that will explain the different pledge levels. If it's a little bit confusing, since he's kind of tying in the two different products here, but the murder and the shielding peaks, uh, as the way it's written, where you're going to be dealing with the mystery adventure to start out and then there are some other deeper uh, issues going on in the valley is where you would be running into some of the demons i'm assuming your group goes through the exploration and really takes a look around so there's several different uh, layers to this and uh, there's also a roll 20 version if you're uh, interested in putting it up you know on that particular vtt um you know short story it's a neat little uh adventure you know start with your murder mystery and then delve into it and see where your players want to go but i picked it mostly because it was fairly cheap to get into and you get a decent amount here for what you're looking at uh you know price wise so uh just another adventure here hosted on uh kickstarter very cool again we've we've kind of made a habit here recently we've been finding a lot of these smaller you know, low level PDF entry campaigns. I think that's a great place to start. And, and, you know, one thing we don't really talk a lot about in the show is if someone's not used to Kickstarter, like if that's something, if you're finding the show and you're like, I've never backed anything before, uh, you know, it's probably smart to start with something that's digital only. You get your feet wet. I do think that Kickstarter and crowdfunding overall has changed pretty drastically just in the time that I've been there. But there are still some things that you may back and never get. So, you know, it's not guaranteed. It is not a pre-order store. Some companies use it as that, but it's not really what it is. Uh, so there is a bit of a risk involved. And I think some of these are lower risk uh, opportunities to, to start with. So uh, I appreciate when you bring them, though I usually do end up backing them at PDF level. So it does cost me money, you jerk. <laughs> right, Just putting that out there. One, Ellen? Um. I mean, it's a really cool idea. Um, I love me a murder mystery. Yeah, like I, I really do love a murder mystery. Um, 
but um it's there's just there's just too many good things out there right now. yeah <laughs> unfortunately you guys are you guys are both gonna end up playing brindlewood bay aren't you yes i backed, I, I backed that of course i backed that yep, of course yep. P- pdf level for me all right so on to my now I won't say last one because I have some quick hits this week, but uh my third one for this week is where did it go? Monsters of Feyland 2, The Well of Dreams. This was created by Kaywood or Cawdud. I think I said that. I think I spelled that wrong. Uh publishing. This is their ninth created. They've backed 72. Their previous project was Monsters of the Wilderness Oswald's Curse which was promised in November for PDF last year and December last year physical. Shipping began April 5th, so it's about five months late. Uh, The project is currently 76% funded, uh, so this is the only one I'm covering that's not already like super-duper overfunded. Uh, So they have roughly $20,000 on a goal of roughly $26,500. This is converted to U.S. dollars. Uh, It has 15 more days to go. It ends on June 7th. So Monsters of Feyland 2, The Well of Dreams, is a 140, 260, depends on stretch goals, uh, book that has at least 100 new monsters based into seven different regions of this Fey world they are creating. Uh, the creatures will include Fey, monstrosities, aberrations, undead, dragon, giants, elementals, and beasts. And each monster will have a full color illustration, stat block, and bio. They also have some new magical items, fey, flora, adventure hooks, GM advice, encounter tables, region information, event tables, and more. Um, I was really drawn to the art style. This, uh, you know, again, like look at this and look at die, and they could not be further apart, but I do love them both for what they do and what they bring. It's almost sort of a cartoony-ish version here, which I think fits the, the type of book, this fey fantasy world that they're trying to create. Uh, Just on the Kickstarter itself, we have several examples that you can see of illustrations and stat blocks, including one for a flying centaur, a sugar dragon, a floating island, and a corrupted hatter. There's also a free preview link uh, in the Kickstarter page, which I think gives you additionally seven other examples, I believe. Uh, So... $16 $16 will get you the PDF for this. $28 is the PDF and softcover. $36 PDF and hardcover. There are some higher level tiers to get um, content from some of their prior Kickstarters. Delivery is estimated digitally November of this year and physical for December of this year. But, you know, based on that last one, probably April. All right. And that is it. So, again, either of you have anything to comment on this one? Yeah, the art style is very different from Die, but you've got a sugar dragon who's standing in a waterfall. I'm just wondering just how sugary is he? <laughs> I know, I was thinking the same thing, because like cotton candy gets wet, it dissolves. So maybe, is that the secret to defeating the sugar dragon? Maybe. You lick it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I must have missed this. Um, is this its own system, or is it using a, an established system? Or It's 5e compatible. 5e. Yeah, I don't okay, think gotcha. I, yeah. Gotcha. All right, that's what I assumed, but I didn't want to assume that. So. Yep. No, I, yeah, I did not say, but yes, it is 5 compatible. Gotcha. All right. I'm always interested in phase stuff, um, so that is definitely something to check out. All right. And that brings us to your third one this week, Ellen. Yes. Um, I, there's, this one um, fit the theme of the Dark Tower that I'm bringing full oh. circle from the beginning of the call. Um, it's called We Deal in Lead, and it is um, on itch.io. Um, it is currently itch funding and has met its goal of 
uh, 3,000 pounds, UK, and, um, so that's exciting. Um, it's a really cool, uh, Western dark fantasy game, and this one is not solo, um, so I'm not <laughs> exclusively a, uh, indie solo TTRPG person, but, um, it's for, uh, GM and at least one person. Um, so it could be a duo game if you wanted. Um, but it's very Dark Tower inspired. Like the main art for it is like a, the back of a shadow gunslinger reaching for his gun, looking through a door. And like there's like a door on a beach or maybe in a desert motif as well as some of the other art. So it's very um, Dark Tower by Stephen King inspired. Um, very which much is so, yes. cool. Because I love that, personally, so I'm very um, thrilled by that. Um, but the idea is you are follow an order of uh, gunslingers, and you have um, commands that you have to obey, and like things that you have to go achieve, and so you go through these doors, and you fight monsters, you help people. It's um, a post-apocalyptic world that's similar to ours, but not the same. Um, it's based on the Cairn system, which I have not personally played, but do have. Um, it's That's another um, itch.io um, game that you can get. Um, and it's compatible with other Cairn adventures and settings, which is very handy. Because my understanding of Cairn is that it's very modular. Um, so that's it's handy. You can um, slot things in. Um, the creator is a Canadian gentleman who's currently residing in the UK, goes by the name by Odin's Beard RPG on, um, online. Um, he has a number of other games on itch.io that, uh, are not currently in funding that have, you know, been published already. Um, I have, uh, picked up the, um, physical release of this, um, which is, to say that the physical release will be coming at some point. And he even caveats that because of the paper shortages and stuff like that. He is unsure when that will occur. But if you get the physical release, you get the complete um, digital release as well. So you will have that first. And at at present, if you um, back it, you get the Ashcan version, which just doesn't have the layout or the art for those who are unfamiliar with that term. Um, and I've taken a look at it. It's really cool. Uh, it has a lot of very interesting mechanics. It covers a lot of different topics that might come up during play. And it seems like it's just a, a nifty little um, simple to play, but not um, like, I don't want to say that it's um, not sophisticated in its own way. It's just the rules are less uh, strenuous than, say, your 5E to learn. Right. Um, this one also does have community copies that are free. Yeah. And when you when you buy higher levels, you create more community copies. So in this case, it's actually a free version of the game because other people have pledged to higher tiers. Yeah. And there are currently 32 remaining. So if you are um, interested in this game and marginalized or in need, please go uh, check that out. And I, I was throwing again, if you ever feel the need to take a community copy, like no one's ever going to ask. No one's ever going to question mm-hmm. it. But Maybe leave a review. I, I oh, absolutely. Specifically call that, yeah, like that's one way you can exchange uh, is to leave them a review, hopefully positive review, mm-hmm. uh, for exchange for your community copy. 
And on that note, actually, I will say um, it's weird. Itch has a weird system where if you leave a review, only the author can see the review. So like the rating appears on the page. So if you want to leave a public review, you actually make a comment on the page. So that's just like a tip for people using that site. Yeah, I'm a huge Dark Tower fanatic. I started reading those in high school. Love the Dark Tower because I just went through a complete reread because the, the last three came out pretty quickly after Stephen King got back to writing after he was almost killed in a in a hit or a, he was pedestrian hit with a car. And um, I've only read those last three once each until mm-hmm. now. I've now gone through them all twice, but the first four I've read multiple times. I think uh, Wizard and Glass is one of my favorite books of all time. Mm-hmm. Oh, I completely forgot to say the amount of money that this costs um the pdf version is uh it's five uh 70 pounds and so i just did a quick conversion that's like seven dollars us like seven dollars and change so cheap um and to get the physical edition it's like less than 25 dollars. so you get the pdf and the physical edition for less than 25 bucks which i think is a really good deal personally um as someone who loves collecting physical editions, as we've already established. All right. And then, Larry, that brings us to your third. And um, I, w- I will mention that, because I can see your notes, that what you're covering, you did a full interview, your first ever show and tell with us at the RPG Academy on this product, as well as a bunch of other things that this company has produced. So I will put links in the show notes to that interview as well. Right. The uh, fellow I spoke with was Edwin Nagy, and that was on our show until, what, last week, I believe, um, had quite a conversation. One of the things that they are doing right now is the Lake of Dust. This is from Frog God uh, Games Adventures for 5th Edition, or the OSR, which is their their sword and wizardry is their brand for that. Um, This one is being hosted on uh, Indiegogo. And it is past its funding. It had a $500 flexible goal, which... As far as I can tell, when it says it's flexible, that just means the creators keep the money whether it reaches the goal or not. So I'm not, uh, it's a fairly low goal. They've been doing them all this way. This one is now up to $4,220. It's got 12 days left on this one, so it should you should be able to get in on this one up through June 2nd if you're interested in uh, another adventure for one of your fantasy games. This one follows through uh, with... Their self-contained adventures that they put out on Indiegogo like this. Um, <laughs> this one is written by Steve Winter. So you may have heard of him. He's done a lot of things over the years. Complete Psionics Handbook. He did Horde of the Dragon Queen for 5e. Um, several other adventures um, You know, farther back to, as well. But uh, the thing about these is they're pretty much finished up uh, even through layout uh, and and the art and everything's in hand so after it finishes up it's not long august is when you should expect to to get these here you'll get your pdfs through drive through um if you are an international customer you can go through drive through and get the print on demand version so shipping shipping is less expensive for you that way and again that's august of this year uh, you should expect that one Let's see, we've met the goals. They don't do stretch goals on these. Uh, it's $12 for your PDF, $22 for the PDF and soft cover there. This one is 32 pages. Uh, 
estimate is that this could run two, three, or four sessions for your group, to, you know, whichever. You can get the five, the fifth edition or the Swords and Wizardry version um, made for fifth level characters here. And we did talk about this one. Um, this is a standard eight and a half by 11 uh, book. The uh, the thing he most, uh, Edwin mentioned about this one is that it starts out in a, like a dried up lake bed. And one of the first things you encounter is this tribe of gnolls. And he said, flat out, he said, if you're going to fight them, this is not going to go well for you. This one is, is designed to be more of a social encounter uh, because they're sort of, this is sort of a, like a holy area to them. But underneath is why you're here. You're supposed to be investigating or looking for a lost, uh, end up, it's underneath the lake is where you need to go. So there's uh dusty chambers and passages down you know under underground that you're going to be looking for so you got a, a dungeon crawl down there and then in an story-wise i don't believe it was related but he said it's in the same area so that's also there to be covered was uh some more items for your groups or not items places for your groups to look through and he said i can't tell you details on this but there is a a really cool twist in there so i'm going to be looking for that specifically but some of the other products that steve has written um leads me to believe this is going to be another high quality self-contained adventure here and again it's for fifth level characters um for your OSR and 5e versions, although those don't generally jive to the same, you know, if you're a fifth level D&D, fifth edition character, maybe third level or something for your OSR type folks. But uh, anyway, this is another in their long line of Frog God Games individual adventure releases, and they have been shipping, unless there's a critical paper issue or something, they've been shipping on time. You'll get your PDFs sent to you and available on either through Frog God if you want it that way or through uh, drive through RPG. And I'm, I'm looking forward to this one because gnolls are nasty. It's, uh, this should be interesting because you're not just going to find, you know, this is, like you said, starting out with a social type adventure. It's, it's definitely not just going to be a go in, in there and start, you know, kicking doors in. So I'm looking forward to this. Very cool. Uh, and uh, you may have mentioned it. I may have missed it, but it's got 12 days left as of, uh, recording, which I hope to have this out tomorrow. So you'll still have like 10, 11 days when you hear this. Yes, definitely uh, try to take a look at it before it expires. All right. So that is nine fabulous campaigns running right now. I do have three quick shout outs I'm going to give. Uh, one is to Charcon. So this is very much like an Ekatacon sort of thing. It is a gaming convention in West Virginia. Their dates are July 15th through 17th. Again, it's very much an Akatacon sort of thing. Uh, they use Kickstarter to, to make sure they can have their convention. It is already funded as of today. When I checked this two days ago, it wasn't. So they've jumped up in just the last couple of days. Uh, so anything that reminds me of Akatacon makes me feel some nostalgia in my heart. So if you are in West Virginia or the area or willing to travel in July for a convention, please consider supporting them. Uh, the Flood was brought to my attention by a good friend of the show, Jimmy. It is a Euro game based on the biblical flood story. Uh, it is first by this company, but it is highly rated by Dice Tower. Like they gave it, I think, a 10 out of 10. Uh, I'm a godless heathen, so I have absolutely zero <laughs> connection to biblical stories. But it seems like the game itself is actually very well put together. The mechanics seem to be something that is uh, again rated very highly. It's like six times funded, so it doesn't need my support. But if that is something you're interested in, go check it out. 
And then everyone on the Discord yelled at me because I wasn't covering the Blade Runner RPG, which is another game by Free League. We are big Free League Press uh, fans at, just as a whole in the RPG Academy. It's at a $1.5 million on a 10,000 goal. So they didn't need our support either. But uh, Tom, especially in Big Al, were like, are you going to talk about Blade Runner? And mm-hmm. so I did. Okay. So with those out of the way, oh, yeah. Can I add a one of those two? Uh on Kickstarter, vulgar display of magic. It's got some uh, weird fantasy. It's funded as well, but it's um, f- set up for OSR, and it adds a whole bunch of spells and rituals that are Gonzo version. Um, and it looks it looks pretty wild, and it's not very expensive to get into. So I just wanted to throw that one out there too, please. Right. Very cool. Thank you. Um, right, so I actually not- have another. I have- okay, let's <laughs> Sorry, do it. Everybody has one. Um, I didn't know if you got any of you had covered this before, so I didn't bring it to the table. But Animon Story, has, did you cover this previously? I don't. Think it's so. like it's like a Pokemon so. Digimon fusion where you play as kids and they're monster friends. It's really colorful. It's really cool. Um, it's already funded, so like that's another thing. Like it didn't need you know this shout out, right. but. It looks really cool, and I love Pokemon, so obviously I pledged for that. <laughs> yeah, very cool. And throw me links, too. I'll, I'll include those in our show notes as well. So we've had a bunch of shout-outs today, which is awesome. Again, the Feast and Famine, this this couple, this two-week period or whatever was was Feast. There were so many interesting campaigns running right now. But for our game, the, the Going Last Memorial Kickstarter, we will only be uh, considering the nine that we actually covered in the show. So just as a brief reminder, basically we imagine that we have as much money as that we want to spend all the imaginary money in the world. But whichever one of these we choose, we can then never even play the other eight. So it is an all or nothing. You're siloed. You can pledge whatever you want, whatever level you want, but you don't get to play the others. So Larry, I'm going to start with you this week, sir. So out of the nine that we covered, which one of these would you pick start? Well, there was a little game called Household brought to the table, mm. and I'm going to looking at backing at the Mouse Rider level because that's the most thrilling experience you can have. But honestly, that game looks so cool. If you're going to go in, I think I would go in all in on this one and, and get that. Uh, all of the handouts, the physical stuff that you're mentioning, very cool. Uh, so yeah, that's where my money's going to go this week, definitely. All righty. So for me, it's going to be die the RPG. I'm going to back it at the level where I get all of the stuff, the dice, the, uh, the hard copy, the deluxe version of the cover, uh, the GM screen, all that stuff, because it's just gorgeous. Uh, even if I never play the game, it's just the sort of thing that I get the collector in me would love to have those elements. All right. And Ellen, what about you? All the imaginary money in the world. Ugh, you can only pick it's one. So difficult. Ugh. This game hurts me. <laughs> it hurts my heart. Because um, Larry is right. Like, Household at the top tier has so much cool stuff in it. But at the same time, I'm like, Tales from the Gods is so cool. And Die RPG is so cool. I think I would have to go with Die. And I would die. <laughs> Having to make that choice. Fitting. Fantastic. All right. Well, thank you both for joining me. Uh, Again, anyone listening, I hope you will take a look at these campaigns. If you do end up backing any of them, 
please let the creators know that we sent you there because it will help our show gain a little bit more of a foothold in the community. I would love for us to maybe get some preview stuff. Maybe we can cover things that haven't even come out yet. Uh, we're not quite there yet, but I would like to get there someday. Uh, Larry Ellen, thank you so much for joining. One more time around the horn, where can people find you if they want to come interact with you or talk about uh, things that you're interested in? So Ellen. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at all times. Um, uh, <laughs> at Ellen underscore Delina, D-A-L-I-N-A. And uh, come apply to be playing games with me on Chaotic Wonderful. Very cool. All right, Larry. Uh, Mumfrey999 on Twitter and the uh, Mumfrey's Musings on the Anchor cast that I do weekly. Right. We can, you can, you can, I was going to say, you can always find Ellen on Twitter, except uh, if it's like 1045 in the morning. Okay, all right. <laughs> I just happened to have the wrong time in my head. But yeah, I did look at Twitter and I was like, oh, crap. <laughs> yep. How about I, you, Michael? Where can we find you? <laughs> you can find me uh, on Twitter most often, uh, the RPG Academy. Um, I'm also on our Discord a whole lot. Again, it's my favorite little corner of the internet. I love the people that are hanging out in Discord with us. We talk about a lot of nerdy stuff, games, books, comics, that kind of thing. Uh, we are setting up games. That's how you can actually get, play the sample adventures. You just have to jump in there, and that's how we're organizing all those. So yeah, but most often I can be found on Twitter. Uh, before we go, again, just a reminder that um, we do want to make sure that we know that going forward, all of our show notes will also include the National Suicide Prevention Hotline, links to the Trevor Project, and then information about the Crisis uh, Text Line. You know, games should be fun. If you find that you're not having fun doing the things that used to bring you joy, that is one of the symptoms that you could be dealing with a mental health illness issue. So if you or someone you love might be going through something like that, we want to make sure those resources are available to you. So find those in the show notes and for you or for your loved ones. And with that out of the way, we will say, remember, if you're having fun, you're doing it right. That is correct. So thanks. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Thanks for listening to the RPG Academy podcast. We do this show out of love for the hobby and the desire to be ambassadors, welcoming more people into this community. All of our website content will always be free to use and utilize, but there are expenses related to the show. And if you enjoy what we do here, then please consider supporting us in some way. You can do so as simply as rating or reviewing us on iTunes or your podcatcher of choice. If you're going to purchase anything through Amazon or DriveThruRPG, consider using our affiliate links first, and then we'll get a small percentage sent back to us. You can do a single direct donation through PayPal using the paypal.me slash the RPG Academy, or consider joining our Patreon campaign at patreon.com slash the RPG Academy. And for a donation as low as $1 a month, you'll get access to lots of extra goodies, including bonus minisodes, invites to monthly one-shot games, one-sheet adventures, and more. Please consider following us on Twitter and Facebook, or join our Discord, where we like to try to keep the conversation going with our fans as best we can, and are always looking to talk and chat more. Or do none of that. Just continue to listen and enjoy our show. Because honestly, that's enough. Thanks. And remember, if you're having fun, you're doing it right. We'll see you next time.
The music used for our intro and outro is Fly a Kite by Spectacular Sound Productions, used under the Creative Commons Attribution Share Alike License.